Good morning, dear friends. It's so good to see each of you. Let us uh, gather our hearts together in prayer. Oh, dear God, it's been such a hard couple of weeks. And so we come together as branches on the vine, aware of our need for your inflow of love and grace, for our souls to be brought, life, brought to life by your word. May it happen for each of us and all of us together. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This past year, as we've needed to shift much of our lives onto Zoom, we've all probably uh, experienced a certain message popping up on our screens sometimes. Your connection is unstable. <laughs> Your connection is unstable. And it's usually at this point that our faces begin to freeze up, our voices do all kinds of breaking up, and uh, sometimes we even get disconnected entirely. Friends, we are living in a time right now where having a stable connection with God and each other feels more crucial than ever before, doesn't it? I mean, think about what we've been experiencing these days. The horrifying insurrection in our capital revealed how fragile uh, democracy can be and revealed the toxic depth of our nation's racism. And quite a few in the mob even said that they were doing all of this in the name of Jesus. Horror of horrors. In the name of Jesus, our Prince of Peace. And all the while, this pandemic and its death toll continues to soar. Amidst these traumatic events, and they are traumatic events, dear friends, our Lord Jesus's final words to his disciples feel especially needed because he is calling us to be as organically connected to God and to each other as branches on a vine. And he's equipping us not to mirror the world's hostility with just more hostility, but to engage the world with his love and justice and courage. And did you hear Elisa at the end? With his joy. So today I want to take a closer look with you at our verse for 2021. And before we dive in, uh, just want to let you know that we put in the mail for all of you on Wednesday your verse magnets. Have any of you perhaps received one yet? Raise your hand. Oh, wonderful. Our post office actually came through. Uh, the way things are going, some of you may receive them in March, but uh, uh, hopefully most of you will receive it this coming week. 
Our verse this year comes from John 15, 5. And in your home there, I invite you just to repeat Jesus's words after me, one little chunk at a time. I am the vine. You are the branches. Those who abide in me and I in them bear much fruit. Because apart from me, you can do nothing. Now, at the beginning, Jesus invites us today to abide in him. And abide is one of these words that we don't use much anymore. I remember when I was first reading the Bible, I couldn't understand what it means. But it simply means to stay with or to make our home in Christ. Now, the beautiful thing here is notice that Jesus is not trying us, is not asking us all to try harder or to work harder. But he's asking us to become more available and more receptive to God. Not more effort, but more receptivity. To welcome God's inflow of love and grace that flows on the vine. Now, how this connecting happens will vary for each and every one of us. Maybe prayer, meditation, scripture reading, or a quiet walk. Or maybe just taking soul-nourishing pauses throughout the day to take in the beauty of a red-tailed hawk, a child's story, or a winter sunset. But there need to be spaces each day where God can actually reach us. For Roger and Rosalind Ledyard recently, their connecting practice with God has been praying through the words, the texts of our blue Mennonite hymnal worship book. And believe it or not, they're already in the 500s. Think about that. One a day and they're in the 500s. And I'm so grateful for the insights that they've been sharing with us on quite a few Wednesday evening Zoom gatherings. Do you see it? Our individual connections with the vine contribute to the overall health and well-being of our whole congregation. Another crucial part of life on the vine is connecting with each other. On Wednesday, this happened to me while I was walking home from church. As I passed Mindy and Jared's home, their kids, Willow, Moselle, and Cyrus, came piling out the front door. Come see our two guinea pigs, <laughs> they shouted excitedly. You know, Mary Oliver says, if you unexpectedly feel joy, don't hesitate. Give in to it. And 
thanks be to God, I didn't tell those kids that I was busy, but instead I gave in to the joy. And as these kids introduced me to thistle and sugar cake, <laughs> I received a huge inflow of their joy. And for me, it was a stabilizing life on the vine moment during a week when I felt really destabilized by national events. The poet Christian Wyman says that it's through our connecting with each other that Christ comes alive for us. Think about that. It's through our connecting with each other that Christ comes alive. Isn't that so true? The mystic James Finley even takes it a step further. He says, God is the infinity of our interconnectedness. And so as I've shared with you before, let me share with you two challenges this morning. Let each of us have some daily practice of connecting with God. And let each of us also have a weekly practice of connecting with other chestnutters through a call, a card, an email, or a walk outside. Here's a little idea. Just print out your church directory and let the Holy Spirit guide your connecting. Now, Jonathan drew our attention to the part of our passage that's a little intimidating, where Jesus talks about how God, the vine grower, prunes us so that we can bear more fruit. Now, as we all know, pruning can feel painful rather than pleasant at the time. Individually, I've been thinking about this. What, what might this mean for us? Pruning for us individually might mean giving up a long-cherished grudge. Are you holding on to any enmity in your life? Does it need to be pruned away? It can also, pruning can mean giving up an addiction or a habit of gossip. Congregationally, it can mean giving up our racism, dismantling the prejudice that lies deep in our souls. Congregationally, it can mean giving up a culture that sometimes privileges some and devalues others. But the good news about pruning is that it invariably leads to new fruitfulness, a new outflow of love and generosity and justice in our world.
into our world. I think here of Rachel Lesher. And her using her blog about her chemo treatment journey to raise money for others to have their medical debts forgiven. Isn't that amazing? If you missed it, go to her last entry where she's inviting us to buy off the medical debt of others. As Jesus said, when we abide in him, our lives, like Rachel's, will bear much fruit. Well, in closing, I, I hope it's becoming clear that when Jesus says, apart from him, we can do nothing, this is not a put down. <laughs> but it's simply a statement, dear friends, of reality, especially in these tumultuous times. A branch not connected to the vine cannot be fruitful. But to be connected to the vine is to experience the life of God, the life of God flowing mysteriously into and between us all. And at the end of today's reading, Jesus says he's told us all these things so that his joy might be in us and our joy might be complete. Friends, our dear Lord is inviting us into a life filled with working and struggling for justice, stopping for guinea pigs and sunsets, loving our city neighbors, and experiencing a stabilizing connection with God and each other. And it all leads to something wonderful sometimes breaking into our lives during these tumultuous times. Joy. Joy. Amen. <laughs>